There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. You're talking about hen now, hen now. I go, I go, and they. Giacomo Fino, Annani. Giacomo Fino, Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Hello, oh. welcome to the Las Culturistas podcast. I'm Bowen. And I am Matt. And you guys, Ugh. we're on fire today. Ooh, honey, we are flaming. We are flaming. Bowen and I are so excited tonight. We're going to go see Bad Moms. With our previous guest of the show, Sudi Green. Of course, you know Bad Mom. So here's a question. Actually, you know what? I was going to say, who are you out of the Bad Moms? I think I... I guess we'll have to see the movie first. I wish I was Katherine Hahn, but I think I'm probably um, a me. No, that's that's even too. You like are Mila in this in this you're case. Mila. You're Mila. No, I'm Mila and Black Swan. But I think you're Mila, I'm Mila and, and, and Bad Moms. moms. Absolutely, she, she's like the type A who like reaches a breaking point. But she's like sexy too. Yeah, I think I'm Catherine Hahn because I'm a mess. <laughs> yeah, with no hope. But I hear Catherine Hahn steals the movie. This is like a vehicle for her. Wow. No. Honestly, so really I've been excited. waiting for the Catherine Hahn vehicle. Listen, <sighs> we uh, we uh, we could talk about Bad Moms for the next two hours. Absolutely. But the, the fact of the matter is, we have a guest, and we have uh, he's a hurricane of a guest. A hurricane of a guest. Let's go through his credits. Honey. Oh, I love the credits. You know, he is the co-creator of Lake Como High. He's the co-creator of Live on Broadway. Oh, he, he just had his solo show, Sam's Big Day. Oh, excellent solo show. I went to go see it. It was wonderful. Uh, he's the co-host, one of the co-hosts of Future Forms. Yes. Uh, previously Cube. Yes. Wonderful yes, show. Cube with Institution in, in Brooklyn. Absolutely. Mm. And his ascendance is something we love to watch. His star his, is rising. His star is rising. 
bitch. And on three, his name be one, two, three, Sam Taggery. Hello. Hi. Hi, Sam. Hello. How are you? I am so good. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I'm truly incredible. Sam, I mean, what an honor it is to have you. Ooh, our hats are falling so, off. So uh, those who... Those of you listening at home, and Sam just found this out because we put it right on his head, mm-hmm. we are rocking out these hats. Yes, my Culture mom. hats. We're on a culture expedition. We feel very official in them. 100%. We're here to scour culture. It's Las Culturistas. Sam is here to help us today. And, I mean, there's so much happening in the culture. Absolutely. So much. Um, Sam, before we dive into culture of the current day. Yeah. Um, contemporary culture, yeah. Contemporaneous culture. Mm-hmm. We want to ask you, as modern. we ask all of our guests, modern, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. We want to ask you, like we ask all of our guests, what is culture that shaped you? Mm, that's such a good question. Mm, what um, made Sam Sam? That's so smart. That particular question, I love. <laughs> <laughs> like that's actually really smart the way that you said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have a way with words. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really smart way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I would say I was formed pretty heavily by Midwestern suburban culture. Absolutely, yeah. a lot of uh, cheeseburgers in mm. my in my life. A lot of video games in in <gasps> half finished basements, if you will. Okay, oh. I have a question. What video games were you into specifically? You know, I uh, couldn't get enough of like your classics, your Mortal Kombat, your Mortal Crash Kombat. Bandicoot. Uh, right, right, right. As I grew up, it was Halo. You Absolutely. know, so you were like, were, did you, were you a PlayStation kid or an N64? I was a PlayStation kid. kid. See, I was. Not, I, that's kind of like I was an N64 kid, and I think that does shape the way <gasps> you, you are move I, about your life. From I that agree. Point. Yeah. I'd say PlayStation people are a little more critical. I'd say PlayStation people become Republicans. <laughs> I'm a PlayStation person, and I am a Republican. A critical Republican. Um, critical Republican, yeah, of course. Um, listen, like, I used to play straight-up Mario all the doodah day, and then I feel like I used to like cartoons video games like mm. mario your donkey kong loved it sure and then once video games started to take themselves too seriously i was like no fuck you see that's when i finally got on board okay. before i was oh. like this monkey's just a little cartoon <laughs> no thank you sure, sure, wake sure. me up when there's a whole world to explore yeah yeah you could argue playstation much more sophisticated than n64 in terms of themes well that's an interesting point that matt just brought up with video games because i mean kids nowadays are growing up with you know their overwatches and their just all these mature games, and it's it's too ahead of their time. You got We we grew up in a time when video games matched our growth. Like we grew up around really cartoony kid friendly yes. games, and now everything's just rated M for mature. Yeah, it's a mess. So I think rated M for re- it's a mess. <laughs> rated M for goddamn mess. <laughs> um, can I? But say, bless this mess. I bless, this bless this mess. mess. Bless and keep. Bless this all mess. these messes, <laughs> guys. Mm. What is Halo? Oh my god! Do you like it? Do you enjoy? I, I simply love it. Oh, you, you still play. play? So I took a break for a while to pursue comedy, mm-hmm. but I've I've recently come back to it because you've given up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can only do one. You can You're either a Halo one. boy or a comedy boy. Mm. You can't be both boy. You can't be no. both boy. God no. <laughs> uh, and okay. you know, it's I'm always the worst. I play online, and I'm always the worst. I, this mm-hmm. is as like. As of last week, I started replaying video games. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I get last place, but I have the most fun, I feel. Yeah. You know? That's, I, you I, know what? That's a good mental exercise is playing online when you know you're going to be beat by like some 14-year-old kid. 
um, but still enjoying it. Because I would go into that situation saying, like, I hate this. I don't like losing, you know? Well, it's it's what's your kind of idea of fun? Is it burn the world or is it win the game? I think that's like also a life question. My idea of fun is being immersed, baby. Like being immersed in the world, honey. That's my idea of fun. It's like when you play Grand Theft Auto. Are you that person that's like fucking the hookers and killing everyone with your car? Or are you trying to actually like I'm playing do for whatever the story. it is you do when you See, do Grand I Theft Auto? I play for the story until like I get bored. Like, uh-huh. yeah. Which is happens. I have like an hour limit, you know? <laughs> On story. On story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, a, f- a big long TV show worth. And then yeah. I start doing the hooker stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when in doubt, hooker. You pick up the hooker and you listen to them. Fuck. <laughs> that was like when Grand Theft Auto first came out. It was like my cousin was always like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to find a hooker and we're going to watch the car go up and down and listen to them. Fuck. It and I was, was like, exciting. what? And with that same cousin, I watched gay porn. Nice. Wait, when I was 11. You have to... Okay, go ahead. Wait, yeah, no. He has to expound upon that. Well, I have a straight... I have a straight cousin who will remain nameless. But when we were young, I remember, like, it was my first, like experience with pornography and we definitely watched some straight stuff for a little while and then he was like you want to see something really fucked up and gross oh. and he bought brought out the gay porn and it was the first time i like saw with my eyes a dick and an ass wow. and i was like what they do that uh-huh. and he was like yeah of course they do that's how they have sex and i was like oh my god and then i guess i had like a boner because he goes, if you have a boner right now, it means that you're gay. And I was like, I don't have a boner. I assure you I don't. I don't even think I knew what an erection was yeah, at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, But I vividly remember that. Being very confused as to, like, why I wanted to keep watching gay porn and being shocked when I saw, like, what gay sex really was. I think it's very telling that he, like, was eager to introduce it to you. It's, but it's, he's playing the game to burn the world, not win the game. With, with porn? Sometimes that's how people live their lives is what I'm saying. Bitch. What is is he still straight, bitch? Yes. He has a lovely girlfriend. Yeah, but like does he's he he almost almost side, you know? <laughs> Honestly, no. I I really don't think so. I I've never I I I'm pretty positive. Mm. No. I think it was just a thing of like we're looking at stuff on the internet because the internet's new, baby. It's ni- 2001. That was like part of being a young boy is yeah. you yes. know, pulling up gay porn and going like this sucks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Look how fucking gross this is. <laughs> Especially when you grow up where I grew up, which is like Long Island where you hate everything. Yeah. That's not I feel like sports. that's like in the same world. It's the same instinct as like showing each other. Do you guys do you, do you guys have a friend who you would show each other your dicks to? Well, the, um, my gay friend. <laughs> no, I mean, but are they gay? I mean, like, did you grow up, like, like growing up? You like, is he gay? Are these friends gay now? Yeah, cool. That's cool. I showed my dick to my two friends at lunch in second grade. Wow, nice. <laughs> because they were like, show it to us. It was. A, it's. A, you're right. It's not a gay thing at all. It's like a little boy thing. It's like we have dicks. Yeah. It's it's just a boy thing. Sure. You're just excited about having a dick and what it could be. Yeah. But wow, even like as like a. Like in a nine-year-old, I want to say, showing like like me and this kid going into the basement while our parents talked upstairs and like showing each other our decks and just like rubbing them against one another. I was like, seriously, nine years old. No, um, <laughs> but I was like, I obviously didn't have the hormones to be like, oh, this is hot. I like this, but I was like, this is fun. It feels good. It feels good. Um, 
I also well, I remember I had a really close friend when I was in <laughs> middle school, I and I that. I was really positive that we were going to hook up. Wow. But we and we were best friends. We'd have like sleepover in the same room, and I was like, "What is happening?" But then uh-huh. we were just best friends. I think that I think that like there are some like truly, <laughs> truly good straight male souls out there. Who? who truly just want to befriend good people <laughs> and don't see us as bodies. I mean, okay, that is a boy sleepover thing, though. Even in, like, the <laughs> sixth grade, we would all take off our clothes and run out in the yard naked. Yeah, boy sleepovers were so sexy. Very, Very for hot. Sure. There for was sure. a lot going on. <laughs> because let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> nothing's hotter than a... Uh, than when you're a 12-year-old boy around a bunch of 12-year-old boys. Uh, I, was I just remember like, I went to Frost Valley on a field trip and a kid sat on my face. What? What's was like, Frost Valley? Oh, I'm sitting on Matt's Valley? face. Okay. Yeah, you can't throw out names like Frost Valley and <laughs> Frost Valley right, has uh, the potential to be a new gay mecca. Honestly, with a name like we that. literally if well, there we needs were to, to be go gay up, <laughs> Okay, I mean, so what it was, it, it should that. be. I need to go to Fire Island for the first fucking time. The gay part, anyway. I've only to. been to the straight part of Fire Island, which I know is, like, heinous. Yeah, I'm going to kill myself after hearing that. Let me... <laughs> yes, but we should at first make sure everyone at home knows that Bowen and Sam are Fire Island connoisseurs. I mean... Celebrities, even, of the lifestyle. I would say, I would say. <laughs> my kimono was a hit. You puns. wore a kimono? I wore my kimono. It's like the you didn't even time. see any of the Facebook or I was honestly <laughs> probably too mad that I was missing out. I was like, fuck this. Sam's going in, in August and I'm gonna go in for a day trip. Come with me. You should come, come with me. I will definitely do a day. Please. I'll definitely do yeah, a day. It's so come. fun. It's heaven. I wanna go. I mean, I wanna go. Not even sexually. It's 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 like I don't it's care heaven about on that. earth. It's heaven on earth. It's just you you feel so safe and so uh it's it's beautiful. Also, I would love to go to P-Town. Have you been to P-Town? No. See, David Mazzoni says it's like Disney World. <laughs> we literally the three of us went to Disney World and we're walking down Main Street USA and David Mazzoni goes, "This is just like P-Town." <laughs> I was like, "Go fuck yourself." Oh my god, nothing can compare to Disney World. Oh man. I Wait, didn't... is Disney World really gay? Is this a well, of course it is. It's, it's so gay. Gay days? We should go for gay days. I would love... There was nothing, literally nothing. If I achieved this, I'll feel like I could die. Is if every gay person I know went to gay, gay days. Day It'd be Disney so World. fun. So fucking fun. <laughs> Sam's like less excited. <laughs> I, I don't know. Make the event. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, what? Put it on Facebook and we'll see what's up. Wait, can I event. tell you guys what Frost Valley was? Yes. Yes. Okay, so Frost Valley was like... When you got to sixth grade, mm. this was like the field trip that that my middle school went on. It was um, three days of sleepaway field trip um, at this like excursion camp in upstate New York. Basically, it was like a project adventure course that was huge. It was basically every day you went out into the to the like cold wilderness and like did activities and did team building stuff this and is like sexy. Yeah, honestly, it was. It got there. Yeah. Because, of course, like... What grade was this? Sixth grade, mm. which is just when you've been like, oh, wait, we are sexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like... You have a lot of energy. You it's like when, it's it. when you jack yeah. off, it's not a mistake anymore. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, no. It's like, it was yes. still a mistake for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. So did, you, did, you, did things get steamy with you and someone else? A girl? Well, I actually was like courting a female yes. at the time who yeah. was in like one of the other bunks. And mm. I was like, oh, man, she's dating my friend Joey. And that girl ends up, she ends up she's a lesbian now. Great. Oh, I love it. Which I is love the be- that The ending. best end to any story, I think. Oh. If, if every story doesn't end with, and turns out she's a lesbian now, I really don't care about what you said. And Joey must be asexual just for symmetry. He's engaged uh, to a woman. Okay. 
Uh, but I will say, like, yeah, it got crazy. Like, there comes a point when boys that age are around each other and it reaches a fever pitch where they have to, like, sexually show something. I remember a kid fucking sat on my face. Wait, and, and was like, ah! okay, what, what was he wearing? Was he His boxers. And I remember going, like, dizzy. I was like, what's happening to me? Okay, but you enjoyed it? Because I don't enjoy just I feel someone like sitting Primarily, I think, yes, I did. But, like, at the time, I was like, no, this kid is definitely bullying me. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's mean. It was like I was in bed, and he was like, I heard, like, giggling around me, and then some kid was fucking sitting on my face all of a oh sudden. God. <laughs> so you were asleep, and he just, like... And I think he was like, suck my dick, suck my dick, and everyone was laughing, and I was like, oh, God. Oh, boy. And then, honestly, it was fine, like, 15 minutes later, and sure. I all moved on, but, like, that's the way the boys that age act. Like, it is, like, a, a thing. Like, it, it is really funny for him, to, for him to chant, suck my dick, suck my dick, at that age, but I wish... I hope that in the future, people in that generation, kids in that generation, mm-hmm. uh, kids in that the, the future generations will laugh at that for the right reasons and and laugh at that because yeah. it's like, yeah, gay like, sex is funny, like, but not mockable. Or they'll just suck each other's dicks because they want to exactly. and they're empowered and they're gay and being right. gay is normalized. Or they're it. just like comfortable with their own bodies and they want Absolutely. to Absolutely. Yes. I love it. I think that's so powerful. <laughs> I think that what we're doing is a service. Yes. I think all the little 11-year-old gays listening to this who... Who really look up to Bowen? Yes. <laughs> shout out to Chad. Shout out to Trevor. Shout out to Alphonse. shout out to Unique. Unique. <laughs> I love Unique. I love Unique. <laughs> Unique is he's eleven. He and lives he's in a, Queens. He's a fashion icon. He's a complete icon. He's literally, actually, this is a fact. His his body is more scarf than human. Oh, I love. It's fused. I. This person isn't real, to be clear. I hope there is. I'm sure there is some like Big Brother thing for gays and you, i would 100 percent do that big gay little gay big gay little gay i would love to like mentor a little gay boy same i would i would enjoy that would you want to do that sam i mean for sure but i feel like it's hard because you don't know like like when you're like 13 you're like am i gay or just like super horny and weird sure. like also- that's yeah that's why i'm doubting that those little boys now the little queer boys who are voguing i'm like but maybe this is a phase it or could very maybe well be a phase. people just aren't or honestly, this is sometimes the way I feel about it. People don't want, don't really care about like putting a label on their sexuality anymore, and they're just being the way they are. And wow. maybe if we there were no societal expectations and there were no gender limitations and there were no like bullshit, people would just be voguing because voguing's great. Yes. Okay, Instead, that was smart. <laughs> okay, that was beautiful. <laughs> I'm really smart and beautiful. You should have said that at the DNC. I should that have. Was I should, DNC what you know, I, say at the DNC. It was a, it, they turned two people away from speaking. Me and Nina Turner. Ugh. Nina, Dean, babe, who is Nina Turner? That is a problematic question. You need to get woke. Who is Nina Turner? I don't know Nina, Nina Turner, Turner is. is the senator who was like um, advocating for Bernie, and she was slated to speak at the DNC to kind of like tell everyone what the truth was and like oh, get everyone the business, her, and her. then basically. You know, she was not allowed to speak. She was directed away. Well, wow. that's that's that sucks that she was silenced. Despite you know, even though she, as a Bernie supporter, as a Hillary supporter, I look down on her. But <laughs> I, I, I want to so say confused. the 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 woman who slammed the gavel on the first night. She's the mayor of Baltimore, and she made that. She like had that gifable moment where she like made a face before she slammed the gavel. She, I was on her Instagram. Guess who? Guess what? She's obsessed with what Pokemon Drag Go. Race. And, well, I wish Pokemon Go, but she loves. She's like. She took a picture and she posted and she's like, look, she's like, I've been watching Drag Race too much. Look at me. I'm giving you Alyssa Edwards. And I was like, this mayor. She said the words, I'm giving you Alyssa Alyssa Edwards. Edwards. And she tagged Alyssa Edwards and she was like, 
Uh, the mayor of Baltimore. Can you imagine? The female black mayor of Baltimore loves Drag Race. I'm like, I love. you're the fucking dream. Anyway. See, and everyone would if society didn't tell straight men not sure, to. Sure, everyone sure. would love RuPaul's Drag everyone Race because it's drag. the best. It's the best. <laughs> Sam still hasn't gotten on it. Oh, man. I just haven't. I didn't come here to be publicly shamed. <laughs> Well, that's literally what we do here. (laughs) Okay, video games and burgers. I mean, that sounds pretty right to me. I love it. I love it. Yeah. What state was your upbringing? Uh, It was all around the Midwest and a little in the South. I moved every two to three years. Really? Really. Did you ever tell me why? Uh, My dad just got a lot of different jobs. He kept moving jobs. Great. And would be like, this is the last time we're going to move. And then two years later, we'd be like, we're moving. Oh, shit. I had this thought. Um, I was with my family this weekend. And then we were just like looking at our old houses on Google Maps and like doing street view. And it was like a weird moment. But then I realized, like, I was like, oh, yeah, us moving a lot. Like, was it forced us to like really <laughs> adjust to, to different social situations? And uh-huh. I, think, I think it's valuable. I think it helped. Yeah. Do you think it helped you? I think it helped, but almost in like a psycho way. Like, oh. I feel very almost like a little impersonal like i just say what needs to be said to Uh. like (laughs) just like have people like me enough yeah yeah, you know don't worry about that at all here say no but i think that that's really interesting yeah like actually i had this conversation today because my eight no my 10 year old cousin uh has to move Mm. to another house and he's really upset and mm. i moved when i was nine and i actually think it was a good thing for me i, think I don't good. know i mean i can't speak to moving like fucking eight or nine times like that sounds yeah. like that was really hard but moving one time i actually think was good because it did put you in a situation where like okay you know you gotta like figure it out again yeah. i'm like and that's good for a kid mm-hmm. i think yeah i think so too for me, it was so it was so easy to manipulate the situation. Like by like the fifth move, you're yeah. like, okay, just wear a cool shirt. Like, yeah. talk to this kid who's like an asshole who you're not gonna like in a year, but he'll like make it so you don't get bullied. Yeah, like, just kind of go. You just figured out how to play the game, right? Really yeah, easily. yeah, yeah. I love and it. And what you didn't mention is that you had a different name at every school. Sure. Uh- <laughs> what we don't know about Sam is that his name is really. Oscar Herrera. And he... It's all true. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that about me. <laughs> that you're really Oscar Herrera. Oscar? It's me, Oscar Herrera. <laughs> the thing is, he had to change his name because he couldn't say it right. He couldn't say it. He couldn't like... Oscar Herrera was the first move. And then he learned his last name. He's like, oh, I should, I should be able to pronounce my own name. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For sure. that's, I, I honestly, I hadn't really thought through the video game thing and how about how it shaped me. And I'm happy that I did. Well, listen, you know what video game shaped me were final fantasy games. I was going to ask about that one too. That one's very narrative, right? It's, it's completely narrative, which is it's why like a I movie that you it. play. It's like a 40 hour long movie. Mm. It's the best. So I, you know, and now they're a little, they haven't aged well. So if you go back and play them now, you're not going to like them. I think. Which but, part? Why hasn't it aged well? Because it's just the storytelling conventions are very melodramatic. But it might be fun. As long as you know it's a product of the times and you like play them again and you're like, oh, this is very 90s. Like this this emotion. Melodrama's the best though. Melodrama's in. But back, but even if you play it now, it's like, it's it's crazy paced. It's like, oh fuck, like someone's mom died within the first like five hours, which is like short. It's just like, it's very quick. So anyway, um, Final Fantasy shaped me. That's, wow. that's just my two cents. 
people's mom die in that thing? Um, like par- like like characters <laughs> die and like love interests die. I hate that. It's 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 dramatic. So based on, based you know? on what you What's do? that? PlayStation. They're playing with dark themes. PlayStation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Republicans. Critical. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely dark. <laughs> dark. Dark. Dark mama. Yeah, absolutely. I'd rather just like hop on a fucking box. Uh, hop on a box and get grown real big and be a big Mario for like 15 seconds and be able to kill lots of things and mm. like become small again. That <laughs> makes sense to me. That know? checks out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a time and a place, but you got to grow up sometime. Absolutely. I'm happy that actually, you know what? I did play a lot of first person shooters when I was little. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Now I'm really kind of grossed out by them, but I did. I was all about that golden eye shit. Yeah. I loved that game. Loved I it. knew, but I, I still remember some like facts about automatic weapons. I shouldn't know. Like, go. cause that game like taught me about it. It was really our babysitter, our like our nanny let us play it. So anyway, um, Sam, I feel like music is a big part of your, Oh yes. Formative of culture. Okay. Well, <laughs> I there's a so uh, as everyone does I had a uh, cool cousins uh-huh, right uh-huh. that would come to town and be uh, yes. very judgmental mm. of the fact that I enjoyed maybe um Backstreet Boys mm. uh, and so <laughs> these cool cousins they uh you know at a very young age were like but have you heard of Modest Mouse uh. oh. <laughs> And so then I was like, I'm going to out-cool these cool cousins. So I made it my, like, passion to learn, <laughs> like, cool music. Yes. To, like, Got it. Yes. So that the next time they would come, I'd be like, I actually have every Modest Mouse album. <laughs> <laughs> I am the coolest wow. 11-year-old. Oh, man. That was such a thing, too, like, when you were that age and, like, you were asked what your favorite music act was and you really wanted to respond with, like, Backstreet Boys right. or, like, Christina Aguilera. Mm. And then someone looked over... When you like, what did you say? And you just cross it out frantically, right? Like, I meant Limp Biscuit. <laughs> like, because Limp Biscuit, I remember, was like the coolest thing. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Ugh. I feel like my, yeah, I'm still, you know, constantly torn yeah. between mm. uh, your pop hits uh-huh. and uh, your coolness. But even for you, you have a very, you have very discriminating taste when it comes to pop hits. Yeah, I either love it or hate it. Talk about this. Talk about this. Because you're talking to the right, this is, this is perfect. Sure. Well, we know Sam's number one right now is Ariana. Oh, yeah. love yeah. Ariana Grande. I love She's everything she does. So good. I've, so I actually good. listened to her. I listened to the song "Into You" probably five or six times a it's, day. Mm-hmm. You were the first. You posted it on my wall, and you're like, "I'm calling it now." Song of the summer. Yes. And at first, I was like, "I'm not sure," and now I think you're 100 percent correct. Oh, uh. oh yeah. I mean, well, the first time I heard it, I was like, "See, this is a song that I can just picture really everyone I know like loving, getting <laughs> their life to it, really enjoying." It's so much that yeah. song. That song yeah. gives me 2000. Three era Christina Aguilera vibes. That's yes, me. and I love my favorite part of it is before I make a move. I just like come on, <laughs> bitch! Like you are crazy. You're teased. Like you better come to me before I come to you. Because wow. if I come to you, you're gonna your dick's gonna be real like. like <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like. Wow. No, I kind of like turned to sand. I turned to sand at the end there. You turned to what? To sand. I turned to sand. Absolutely. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. 
Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. Hey, Lost Culturistas listeners. We're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Sure, Ariana, sure. Ariana, I love, uh, but like, hate. I, it's it's more based on the person and the personality than the actual. Uh, that's quality totally of the song. inbound. Oh, okay, uh, what, do you, what do you hate? Demi Lovato. Like, <gasps> who 
even is she? She's just oh, like that's a woman. The whole point My is that she's no one. She God. should like be a cashier at like <laughs> some fucking shoe store. You, oh my you, god! You are literally. You gotta go, guys. It's been really fun with Sam Dyer. Oh no, God. honestly, wait. Can I make a case? I feel for so her? bad for her. Yeah, make a case for her. Don't feel bad for her. You should. She's fucking Sh- pitiful. <laughs> no. She's empowered and confident and has a fucking amazing voice and looks great. She's, and she's been through so much and she speaks to those issues. She Ugh. She's not going to sound good in like two years though. We've talked talk about, about uh, starting a year ago. <laughs> she's just had to do so many image changes and, and nothing ever <sighs> sticks. That's I, 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 I like her. So Matt and I obviously like Demi Lovato, but I can acknowledge that she's just... She, nothing stuck yet for her, you know, and that's her issue. That's her problem. I think that I think that things have stuck. I think "Cool for the Summer" is the shit. Yeah, but it's like you're like who's like I feel like everyone's just like oh that song that I don't know who it sings it. Oh, you know. So but what you're like, saying is you want to know exactly the identity of what you're hearing and who the person is the second you hear the tone of the voice. I get that. No, I really get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, sort of, kind of like push her off a bridge but like <gasps> katie yeah. perry the second you hear her voice you're like oh, it's, it's katie, katie perry. yeah yeah that's katie perry this is a katie perry song right i feel like demi just doesn't have that sense of identity yet people would argue that demi is is this generation's kelly clarkson people and that you could just listen to it and you'd just be like who yeah oh no and that they're not distinct but you know kelly this is Kelly's of she's you, she's the treadmill queen. You've said this. She is the queen. What does that mean? That means like it you, just means like she always puts out a song that's going to make thirty-five to forty-year-old women that are just like a little overweight and have two kids be like, you know what? I'm getting back on the treadmill. <laughs> I'm gonna do it, Beth. I'm gonna do it. Wow. I'm getting back on the mill <laughs> because guess what? I, am I have invincible. one life <laughs> and I am invincible and I'm gonna be stronger. Okay. I'll show you what's behind these hazel eyes. Yeah. Beautiful. A beautiful body. A beautiful body. I, I am Miss Independent. That's me. She's singing to me, I feel. There you go. See, that's Kelly. So you can nail that down with Kelly. With Demi, like, besides Cool for the Summer, I feel like you She's can't. the bisexual queen of the fucking Miami. Uh, okay. Every fucking pop star is bisexual. Truly, when I hear Demi Lovato, I think of, like, I truly just... Am, I, her most iconic thing is her Skechers ads, right? <laughs> no! I, I have not seen. I just... I She is permanently, like, it, on a bus stop <laughs> like with her shoe out with, like, uh. stupid purple pink lines behind her yes wow (laughs) i hate this (laughs) like a skyscraper oh see if she had like stuck to her guns with that era what What? that was when she wasn't specific skyscraper i mean you know what her album demi where she had really don't care she had um what was that called heart attack that's her Did you hear Bowen jump on the harmony there? That was beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I mean, like, look, she's just been all over the map, and I feel like that's she's not at that level yet. She needs to establish first and then branch out. You know? Agree to disagree. Quiz me on someone else. Selena Gomez. Hater. No. Yeah, thank you. Fucking horrible. Now we can move on. We can move on. Okay, wait, wait. Let's let's I started making a Selena Gomez joke on the ride. What what is it? So for those of you who don't know at home, I am a tour ghost. I'm a tour, a tour ghost. ghost. I'm a tour ghost. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm a tour guide host. <laughs> I'm a tour guide host, and uh, it's a bus that goes to New York City, and like we get to um, the Chrysler Building, and yes. the Chrysler Building was bo- was built at four floors per week. Oh, wow. And, 
you know, Warren World Trade Center was built on only one floor per week. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, I wonder why we build things so much slower now. I mean, we have great technology. We have high-speed internet. We can make Selena Gomez a star. <laughs> wow. It has been going, oh, it has been going like, okay. That's fun. I mean, it's so specific. It's <laughs> good because it's you. It's very yeah. on brand for you. And which so is your audience is like tourists, right? My audience is like 55-year-old men on a business trip from Texas who look yeah. at me and are like, what? <laughs> yeah, half of them are like, who's Selena Gomez? And the other half are like, I yeah. think she's super talented. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? She seems like a nice girl. Yeah, I have no discerning taste. <laughs> she seems like a nice kid, that Selena Gomez. Titties out. She seems like a really good kid. Wow. She's got a good kid. We, we've Tits. seen Matt's range on this episode. Yeah, I think moms. he's sending this to some agents for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have William Morris listening. I have Gersh listening. Gersh is I listening. Have, you know, all my people. UTA. I had a UTA listening. I had a UTA. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to CAA. Um, yeah, really, everyone listening, um, I'll take I'll take calls. <laughs> I mean, they, they are listening. Absolutely. They're so listening. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of other pop stars. Oh, you love you just started getting on board with Carly Rae. Yeah, so she is an Queen. example of Queen. You know, her talent just really won over yeah. me. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like she is also like she would be like <laughs> she would be Demi Lovato's manager at the shoe store. Like oh, she's not as bad, but she's like, she comes in like Demi. Did you clock in? <laughs> And Demi's like, oh no, I forgot. <laughs> Demi, this is the third time you haven't clocked in. Payroll's done by a computer, not by me. I can't keep catching these things. Yeah, it won't happen again. It better not. I'm going back to my office to guys. Let's smoke s- a cigarette. Inside. I want to staff this shoe store. I think let's staff it. Carly Rae Jepsen is the manager of the shoe store, who's like a little checked out. Yeah. Yeah. She works like three days a week. I think Kelly Clarkson might be the owner. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Clarkson is the owner that's rarely there. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, this is my store. Uh, Y'all, my, and she comes in with her kids and they're running all around. And mm. Ariana Grande is like the pissed off girl who works at the front desk that's like, oh my God. Who's about to make it big. <laughs> who's about yeah. to like, yeah, who's about to like succeed in like her chosen career. And this for her is just like a means to an end. Yeah. Gwen Stefani is like the wealthy rich, <laughs> uh, the wealthy rich like customer. jobless cups, customer who comes in. Yeah. She's like, mm, I don't know. My, <laughs> my husband's at work. I had nothing to do. I thought I'd pop into the shoe store. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Lady Gaga is a box of shoes. <laughs> Yes, yes. (laughs) Katy Perry is the woman who keeps coming in with like looking for like the restaurant next door. Where is it? (laughs) I'm sorry. I just I keep fucking up. I'll (sighs) find it. She comes back in ten minutes later. I'm sorry. I'm lost. Where is it? Uh, You know who like was about to like make it big? Like everyone was like banking on her to make it big. Uh, Betty who? And then she. I love Betty who. Wait, I I have no idea who that is. Somebody loves. She's the one who's not in the store. She's the one who's not in the store. Who got who? who, Who's rejected? She got rejected. She. I think she was going to make it big and she had that big hit song and then she came out with an album and then it just tanked. Whatever. Making it big is nothing. Life's a farce. Listen. <laughs> listen to Betty Who's album and you like Betty Who and then you'll get what we're talking about. Who cares that she's not like commercially successful? It's fucking Trump's America. <laughs> wow. wow. I love it. <laughs> so smart and beautiful. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Matt's gotten very political. It's really cool. I'm a political voice. <laughs> 
I'm a viral political voice. Yes. Mm. So that's that's the deal. Guys, check out uh, at Donald Gay Trump. Oh, check out Donald J. Gay, 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 Gay Trump. There's no J in it, is there? In the handle, there's a... Because honestly, Donald Gay Trump was already taken. Which oh. I was like, touche. <laughs> yeah. So I had to be Donald J. Gay Trump, which I actually oh, like a little it's better. Fine, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I hate... Th- I love that he's so obviously to everyone in America, Donald Trump. But his handle is Donald J. J Trump. Trump. And he's running for president as Donald J. Trump. But yeah, no, yeah. you're Donald Trump, dude. Can I say something like kind of crazy? No. I was yes. talking with my brother-in-law before he, dro- he dropped me off at the airport this morning. Um, oh, no, and and oh, then, no, no, oh, no, 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 this is good. He was just like, and oh, he, good, he good, works good, in media good, and good. he was like. I was so scared you were about to say like, and then he said, I love Trump. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. He like, is like very sort of like news savvy, media savvy. And he was telling me. So obviously that, Jill Stein. Jill Stein. No. So he. Um. He was telling me how there's this theory out mm-hmm. with a lot of like sort of media like insiders that Donald Trump's been canceling all these like outreach events, but he's still been doing his rallies. And at all of his rallies in the last week, post DNC, he's been like, the election's rigged, the election's rigged. He's been saying, he keeps saying that it's rigged. And then he attacks the fire marshals at each of the, the stops he's at for each town. And he's like, because the fire marshals cut off the number of attendees for each rally because of obvious obvious safety reasons and donald trump's going crazy and he's like the fire marshals are in cahoots with the local democrats they're trying to they're trying to like limit the people who can see me blah 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 blah. the election's rigged look look all the democrats are working against me and so yeah they are when so (laughs) that's that's what the election is or the whole establishment's working against him and so he's saying that so so the theory out there is that he's gonna quit that he's gonna bail on the entire fucking election and he's been like saying how the debates are rigged or whatever. He's like, they're on the same night as NFL games. No one's going to watch. It's rigged. It's rigged. It's... So the theory out there is he's going to fucking drop out of the fucking race before like, even the first debate. What will happen then? Our producer Joe just cracked up. It's I, I don't <laughs> know because it's never fucking happened before. I mean, there's got to be a system in place. What, what Do we go like do Mike, we, uh, Mike do we Pence? Get Pence? I, don't, I mean, then, then it's great. Then it's a fucking I mean, then it's a, then it's a fucking slay. Yeah. But like I don't isn't that crazy? That's yeah, so it confusing. is crazy. Honestly, the more and more I think about it, the more it makes sense to me because I just I don't know where it's going now. Like it can't I feel like it's been so weird yeah. that it can't possibly like go to, like it can't end in a normal way. No, not you at all. I mean? Definitely not. Like and and so and this is and him quitting would also help him save face. Sure. From losing, like from being beaten. because he doesn't like to lose. I thought about that. Yeah, he's not. He'd, he'd rather quit than lose. I think he would have seen not nailing it in the Republican primaries as being like not a loss. But if he directly loses to Hillary Clinton, there's no buts about he's it. That's a loss. Explode. Like, and he, he, he that's his biggest insult is loser. Yes. And then my and then I asked my brother and I was like, well, what is he gonna do? Like that's what I'm worried about. And he's like, oh, he's probably gonna go with Roger Ailes and start like a news network like Trump TV or some Ugh. shit. And he's like the fucking face of it, which is, of that's course, that's gonna absolutely happen. Absolutely, what he's gonna do. Yeah. Right? Honestly, I would so much rather that because then at least we can have like a network that we all know is like truly garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Besides our, having like Fox News, yeah, yeah, yeah. which we all and know. TLC and t- <laughs> TLC. <laughs> And it's truly QVC. Garbage. Fuck QVC. <laughs> Fuck do, do you not like QVC? Do you not like? I don't like. You don't like? <laughs> you don't like? Hello? You don't like? Hello? You don't like? Hello? QVC? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> He's trying out a character. Let him. Character. You don't like? Hello? QVC? CAA, Ooh. right? Are you CAA. listening? CAA. Look at this range. CAA. I really wanted to do this for you guys because I know that you guys like that edgy thing. Mm. Like you guys rep, um, you know, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> 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 
Do they? <laughs> the edgiest Probably. face. So edgy. Oh my god, I love Anne Hathaway. So edgy. Love the edge. She's got the edge. You know, she cut her hair short. So mm, edge. super edgy. So edgy. Super edgy. You know, whenever an actress cuts her hair short, I just sit back and I say, There's the edge. <laughs> There's the <laughs> edge. She's showing falls. her edge. <laughs> One tear, a single tear rolls down the center of my face. <laughs> like Demi Moore in Ghost. Mm. Or should I say, sorry, Demi Moore. I can't get to the bottom of what the right way to pronounce her name it's is. It's Demi. Demi. I think it's Demi, and that's different from Demi Lovato. Of course. Demi Lovato. The two most famous Demis. <laughs> wow. Put name a more famous a Demi. Demi. Wow, you're right. I think we need Demi Lovato and Demi Moore in a movie together called Demi Demi. Demi Demi. Demi Demi. Demi. Oh, I love it. Let's let's do it. I'm pitching. I'll pitch it to Gersh, who's listening. Maybe like... I was trying to think of some, like, it would be like D.E.S., you know? Yeah. And it's like, they both play gods. They both yes. play gods. D.S. 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 I like it. Or D.S. De Los Muertes. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like the two Demi's like out on the Halloween. On the Halloween. On the Halloween. No, no. On the Halloween. What are you guys going to be? <laughs> oh my god that's a know. great question it's coming up well you know what you know what you know, it's literally around I'm, the corner it's around the corner <laughs> yeah. it's the biggest event of the season i'm coming, oh, no, no, I'm no, coming no. back from china the 30th so i have a day to get i'm there for two weeks and then i have to get a costume together i'll buy something in china yeah get something in china yeah i'll do that gosh what are you what are you gonna be what are you guys gonna be i don't know every year i just use it as an excuse to dress up like a full woman sure that's great um you don't need an excuse well, right. he, this one needs an excuse. Uh, uh, oh. uh, um, just so well, you know, well, William Morris, I'm totally into playing all different kinds of roles. Like, well. put me out for comedy, drama, um, uh, male women. Wait, which woman did, were you, did you play last year from Halloween? <laughs> La- last year, I was Dolly Parton's busted cousin. Yes. Sure. And the year before, I was just like an early version of my character from Broadway Ants, Katrina. Yes. But she was like the sexy secretary. She was like, like a sexy secretary <laughs> at the work office party. She's like, I'm letting loose tonight. <laughs> that sounds fun. That's great. That's like the character. Sam, you did drag last Halloween. I did drag last Halloween. What I were was you? Ariana Grande. She's Ariana. I and loved. Did you have the pony? I looked so bad. No, like, you looked so good. Oh my you God. probably looked snatched. I looked like more like a Mortal Kombat character than Ariana Grande. I looked like a monster. Like, but you loved it. I, it was fun, but I was like, I thought to be a woman, all you had to do was have long hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's so much more to being a woman than long hair. I had long hair and a dress, and I just looked <laughs> like, yeah. like, turns out I'm like beefy, and I yeah, had no idea. Yeah, it turns out. It's, no, I think for you, it's the jaw. You have a square jaw. Sure. So I think as long as you like contour around the jaw, then you then you'll look, then you'll pass. It was disgusting. I looked like a monster. But you were, I mean, it was a hit on Instagram. Sure, it got a lot of <laughs> likes. But I think because we were like, that's so bad. Yeah, I can I can find this Sam, Sam find, find it. I want to know. Did you guys ever do when you were younger, like? the hot kind of dude costumes like because i used to do like i'm your husband that's having an affair at work i'm jason stackhouse what? one year i was like a sexy nerd i'm like high school oh well college you, you were stack you were jason stackhouse the year that i was ash ketchum which honestly that's like a porn that's like a good porno like true blood pokemon porn this is not the best picture but this is the instagram this picture. is the instagram <gasps> picture. i mean look at it him. doesn't look bad <laughs> 
Oh my god, you look like Amy Schumer. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. That's so that. funny. It's so good. You've got the You boots. do look like her though. It, you nailed it. I looked monstrous. You look good. Joe, take a look. Yeah, Joe, take a look, producer Joe. I he mean, nods in approval. Thank you. Sam, let's talk about let's talk about you. You know, mm, I would love Sam. I mean, How like, did you guys come up with the idea for um, to do live on Broadway? So it was Sam's idea, and then Sam came to me and was like, "Let's, can you help me do this?" And I was like, "Yes." And then we just like we went to Dos Toros one day, mm-hmm. had dinner where all creatives go <laughs> to really stir it yeah. up. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. You just feel open and creative. There. I think I have had a meeting there. It's great. I mean, you have to. I think we should go back, Sam. Well, all three of us should go back just to honor it and reflect and see what inspires us. Um, So just so you guys don't know, maybe you don't know, if you've been living under a fucking rock, honestly. (gasps) So Live on Broadway is Bowen and Sam uh, restaging episodes traditionally of Sex and the City. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys are beholden to that, but it's, it's a restaging of episodes of classic Gay ass shows so far. It's just been Sex in the City. Who yeah, knows yeah, if yeah. it'll move on to we'll other see. things? We'll but see. it's been a true hit with Sex in the City. Matt's We've been the, in it. I've been in it as Trey. Trey, and it's got Brandon Scott Jones as Carrie, Julio as Miranda, Sam plays Charlotte, Joel, Joel Kim Booster plays Samantha in a performance that can only be described as slutty. I mean, all four <laughs> the, the 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 core four <laughs> those those recastings are. I think they we nailed it. Absolutely, yeah. I've never met a bigger slut than Joel Kim Booster. <laughs> that so. is so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like it's very good. It's a good show. Sam and I are proud of it. It's oh yeah, fun. no, it's great. I mean, everyone should. Is there another one on the books? We'll we'll see. Which we're yes. yes. <laughs> well, not on the books, but like, but. Have you guys at least picked an episode that you like? We've had a kickoff meeting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we had a kickoff meeting. At Jimmy's in Greenpoint. See, there sure. was your there was your mistake. It should have been it at should have been Toros. Toros. See, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's exactly. what I say. Yeah. You're right. You're right. We just, you know, need to send that email. Can you guys say what episode you're thinking of doing? Ooh. Or is that I feel like that it's gives a away a lot. All right. <laughs> no, that, it's, it's not a point, point of contention. contention. No, no, no. We, uh, oh, the episode itself is a point of contention. Yeah, we're not sure. Can yeah, I tell you what sure. my favorite episode of the show is just yes. to say that? Yes. My favorite episode of Sex and the City is the one that follows the post-it oh, after Burger After Burger breaks up with After Carrie. Burger breaks up with Carrie with the post-it. I'm sorry, I can't. Don't hate me. And she knocks it off the table. The episode after that. What happens in it? Okay. I actually... Now I'm drawing a blank about what happens in the episode. Sure, but it's a good episode. But it's really good. I just remember like watching that last scene and being like, holy shit, I got to watch the next one. And then it, the ep- next one being really good. Also, there's an episode called My Mother Bored Myself, which is yes, a little serious. It's serious. Miranda's, Miranda's mom passes away. Oh. But it's a really good episode. And we... And it's, and Carrie gets your computer fixed. Yeah. yeah. Sam and I watched that episode for the last Broadway because we were still like... It was in the running and we were like, it's, it's too it's much. It's so dramatic. It's very dramatic. Like, it's it's good. good ep, but it's like... It would be hard to be like it's funny, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and but no, this is this is a real point of contention. Sam refuses to do any episode with Burger in it. I have a ban on Burger episodes. Why you hate Burger? I hate. Yeah, I mean, burger. he was the full worst. But is it is it you hate Burger that you hate that that actor? What's his name? I Ron Livingston. Ron Livingston. Yeah. Bur- I am fine with Ron. He's yeah. hot. If he's, he's listening, Ron. <laughs> hey, Ron. Well, like, Ron's actually with Gersh. Um, <laughs> who's listening right now? <laughs> No shade, Gersh. Um, no shade, Gersh. You uh, hate burger. 
I, I it's his character is that he is nothing like which is hilarious I, it's the most boring like he just like goes with it and then like freaks out for no reason yeah and then it's just like like him anything they try to give him he's the demi lovato of love interest <gasps> in sex <Sexton> city <gasps> he is just like he she she only liked him because he was like pithy and passably attractive yeah which yeah. is like not enough of a reason and he rode a motorcycle and she was like obsessed with him. And yeah, was like, she was. Who, this isn't a big or an Aiden. No, no way. This is no the Russian. It's no, it's no Petrov. Yeah, I think Aiden was the one. I love Aiden. I'm an Aiden guy. I'm a big head. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's why it works. You know, That's we, why it works. <laughs> I don't get. They both Carrie have representation. I really don't. I really <laughs> don't get them together. Big, big and Carrie. I don't understand. You know what? You know, you know what happened with Big? And this is, you know, this is like unfortunately sort of sexist. This only happens with men. But he got hot. As the show progressed, and then he was super hot in the movies. I don't agree. I think Big has always been trash. Oh, he was so. I sexy think Chris in the knows movies. it looks like trash. No, he he's is so handsome, so hot in the show. I feel like in the second what? movie he looked terrible because he was yeah, and he was barely in it. But in the first movie he looked in the first so movie he looked good when they're lying in bed together, and he has just has his shirt unbuttoned and his chest is showing. It's like such a good chest. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. To me, it's all about honestly. I was thinking, I loved. Almost all the guys that Samantha fucked. I was like, yep, that's the hottest guy ever. That's the hottest guy ever. That's the hottest guy ever. Everyone she fucked. I was like, yep, she nailed it yet again. <laughs> even that even that guy, um, who's that guy uh, who's, who's in vinyl? Um, oh, Bobby Cannavale? Bobby Cannavale. Absolutely. Oh, he's, he's very hot. You don't he's find him? He's not hot. Are you that's joking me? I would, I would literally face. cut off my foot. <laughs> To, to fuck it. him. Okay, Bobby, if you're <laughs> listening, we have a challenge. <laughs> I'll take off my foot for you. <laughs> um, fine. My foot, get out of here. Ooh, I fuck oh. Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what this is. Bobby, you can give Matt Rogers gangrene of the foot and he'll chop it right off and you get to fuck him. Isn't yeah. that cool? A footless <laughs> Matt Rogers. <laughs> Smart, beautiful, without a foot. Without a foot. You can pick which one. <laughs> oh, uh, so giving. So giving. Um, But no, I mean, she just fucked the hottest guys on the show, but I do think that the best looking guy on the show, and honestly, the most attractive guy, the most Steve. one I was... Steve. Had, Steve. Yep. Steve could Love get Steve. it. Steve, Steve arm, could arms. get it. Steve's arms and his butt. He had a great butt. And his like... Personality. Personality Stupid was so little relaxed. Voice. I know. <laughs> God, Miranda oh. was such a... She was the worst. No. You watch it now and Miranda is the only relatable one. Yeah, but no. There were moments on the show where she was truly... She did things because she was cruel. Like in the what? movie when she... No, because in the when movie... When she fucked things up for Carrie. Because Steve showed up at the dinner and, and, and Miranda got very upset and then she turned to Big and she goes, don't ever get married. Like, that was how she was feeling. It's such, it was a beautiful plot device. It was wonderful. It but she knew that Carrie and Big were headed in that direction. So what? You're thinking about yourself to that extent where you're actually going to turn to the committed partner of your best friend and say, don't ever get married. You're that selfish. I loved that. Oof. I'm sorry for an intelligent woman like Miranda to do that. You know, it was a little calculated. It was such good conflict for the movie. Sure. But that doesn't mean she's a good person. Also, that movie was garbage. Oh my God. The first movie sure. is excellent. The second movie is trash. I mean, l- make <laughs> no Sam, mistake. Sam thinks the opposite. Sam thinks the first movie is trash. And he loves the second. The movie. second movie is like an, a, a piece that needs to be studied. <laughs> there is so much wrong with it. It is like, 
And let I me say, could not believe it. I was, yeah, I was jarred. Like it couldn't have been like truly. If they had given all the women superpowers, it would have made more sense than this movie. Like, but no. yet again, Samantha fucks the two hottest guys she's ever fucked in, the movie. in that movie. In the second movie, wait, the, the, the best, the best man at the wedding in the beginning. Sure, okay. I don't really. Oh him. my god, go look that up on YouTube, and huh? Then, and then, and then, and then Rickard Spurt, Dick yeah. Spurt at the end. That honestly, guy was really hot. So yeah, hot. Like you got a joke. Hotter than Smith. I didn't. Okay. Smith had such a bozo face. He did. Oh, he no, like Smith's hot. You come on. He looked good hobby. in the show, but in something happened in that first movie where he looked so stupid. Like you're it was beard, like right? the cameras were better, and you could see the details. <laughs> and it was like, oh no, this is why you're in TV, baby. Oh my god, wow. We saw uh, Gilles Marini's dick in the first movie. Who's Gilles Who's Marini? Marini? The Italian guy that like next Samantha door. Beach is next to. Oh, yes. Sure. And you see, a, see his like cock balls and butt. I loved the first movie see because Samantha didn't fuck that guy, and she was really close to. And then like it was a nice, satisfying like bait and switch of like, no, she's 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 committed to Jay, to Smith, and she's not going to fuck him. I liked that. The movie was great. Will there be a third movie? I mean, there's got to be. Right? There's got. I think there has to be. I mean, they need to it'll, write it, the even wrongs if it happens when the they're seventy movie. years old. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great. I mean, SJP. I'm excited for this divorce show on HBO. It looks interesting. I'm down for SJP. I think she's really good. I, I get her. into arguments with people all the time about whether or not she's talented, and I'm like, go fuck yourself. On, yeah, she's, she's one, great. She, she's been on Broadway. She's been on TV. She's been in film. She nails it every time. She's also like someone you watch on television, and you're not uh, you're not once thinking like, oh, she's acting. Like even if yeah. people say like she well she does her Sarah Jessica Parker thing, yeah, but it's also super grounded and like really interesting and fun to watch. It's compelling. So like, yeah. what's the problem? It's yeah. like Lena Dunham. Like you have a problem with Lena Dunham on Girls. Yeah. Like exactly. If you do, like then don't watch Girls at all. There you go. The th- okay, so um, we're talking about Sex in the City. The loose theme of this episode, I think we went over, was Sex, sex the, the City, and Sex in the, the city. city. So this is fun. Let's talk about Sex. And the city for us, like, I'm just going to talk about, like, well, no, I was going to be tempted to talk about, like, good lays, but maybe that's too much. <laughs> good lays. Can we get a good, good like, lays in the do city? Do you guys put drops in your show? Because this would be, like, a good, like, good, good, good lays. Good, good, lays. first. We don't do drops, but this is a perfect I think this, if we're having a section called good lays, we need that. And then a couple <laughs> okay, of, Okay, like, wait. We have to... <gasps> Ready? (laughs) Pause and leave space for Joe to put the drop later. Okay, this is... All right, good Uh, plays. Yes, got it. Amazing. There's the drop. Let's see. I moved here in 2008. Um, How How soon after that did you get... Your good, 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 good lay. Um, How were the lays in 2000? The lays in 2008 and 2008. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> with men, with men, um, I was like really just like uh, casting a wide net, mm-hmm. but all in the neighborhood, all in the East Village where I was living at the time. Uh, some guy down the street who like my f- this is my first month in New York, and I was like just one of those like UCB obsessed like fucking nerds and then he was talking about how he like had it was a UCB guy it was a second city guy Uh, uh, he was like he was like a little bit I think you would have liked him which one do you remember his name no and and I'm kind of like first and last names (laughs) tag him in the I'm anticipating running into him again and like I I forget what he looks like but he was he's just like he was kind of a bear I hooked up with a second city bear (gasps) wait was it are we no 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 mouth it to each other over the mic I don't remember his name go 
I'll find a pic. Okay, find a pic. So anyway, so that was my first oh. month, mind you. And he was telling me about how you like uh, was taught by Del Close on all this bullshit. He was like in the same class as Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and all this stuff. And I was like, wow, cool. I was like, that was the, well, that was when I was like, talent can be sexually transmitted. Um, and then <laughs> there was another guy down the street on Houston and First who I would go to his apartment to. He was he had a live-in girlfriend, but he it was an open relationship. He was they were both bisexual. Nice. I would just go to his place just Hot. to like. There was nothing penetrative, but it was just for us to be naked and play, and it was yeah. fun. Well, that's literally like what entirely college was. Yeah, and that's I what think. college was for me. And now I'm like a dry. It's, I'm in a dry spell again. But that's oh, that's Bowen. me and Sex in the City. Well, I don't know. From I, I was straight my whole first year of college, mm-hmm. or like still saying I was straight. Mm-hmm. So there was no action there. And then like the like the next three years, you do your like stupid like slutty phase, slutty gay like hooking up. Nothing's like obviously a big deal, but like you hook up with people and like find out what that is. But that I think happened. Yeah, that was like college for me. It was not high school. I was so jealous of all my friends that got to have sex in high school because I was like, oh man, they're like figuring it out. They're getting a jump start on what (laughs) sex is, and I know it's probably good. But it, no way was it good. Well, because like you're at your horniest in high school and college, I think, and like you want to like at least try that out. Sure, <laughs> like, but you're finding your footing. Yeah, but I mean, and then and 19, then, I lost my virginity. That's nice. Okay, that's nice. Like, looks like nice and late. And then what was like the period leading up to your beautiful, your now, your now beautiful relationship with your boyfriend Henry? What was the period? What was the period leading up to it? Like, were, like, were you, like, seeing a lot of no, people? No, not really at all. Great. So, like, the last, like, year before I was in a relationship, it, I really just kind of stopped caring about that kind of thing. I think right after college, I went on a lot of, like, Tinder dates and a lot of OkCupid dates. And honestly, by the by the... When I really got into that stuff, it really was just a hookup at that point. Like I didn't have Grinder. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I've, I had. I never had Grinder. I never used Grinder. Mm. Okay, um, get him a fucking medal, Jesus. <laughs> no, but like it was only because get I was like fucking high. It was only because I was like. I mean, I. But like, I might as well have been because I was just hooking up with everyone I hooked. Up, I like saw on OkCupid and Tinder. Like it, it was not about any, getting to know anybody. But you know what you did in college that I didn't do? You hooked up with like people our age. At NYU, I was hooking. I was like mm-hmm. venturing outside because no one, none of my classmates wanted to hook up with me. Yeah, I conversely like ruined a lot of relationships. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, I remember just being, oh man, that was so annoying. Yeah, there was like a lot of. It was NYU, and it, it was, was like NYU. Tish at NYU, and like it was all so small, and everyone was all up in each other's business. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when you get disappointed for the first time. Like that was my intro to like being in a gay community or like kind of a subsect of a gay community. Sam is showing the the picture of the person. This guy's a same. real bear. It's, it's not, not him. Same, He's though. a real bear. So this guy that I was hooking up with was less of a bear. Oh, okay, like but uh, like was was a little bit more. Just like he was, he was, he was older than that. Okay, he looks young. Just to finish <laughs> what my thought was, it was just, it's just like the first time you get into a community and you're like, oh shit, it's incestuous. That sucks. Yeah, but now you know. But now you know. And, you know, just, know and then you just say, hey, life's a farce. It's Trump's America. Who cares? <laughs> Fuck each other. <laughs> wow, wow so political. That, honestly, I have such like a burn the world. Uh, mentality now on people fucking. It's just like, yeah, fuck each other. Trump's America. You're a human being. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Sam, walk us through. Um, well, let's see. I have a very similar tale to Matt Rogers. Mm. Uh, <laughs> as he's like, uh, so bored. <laughs> no. Uh, I uh, didn't uh, f- come out until my second year of college. Yeah. 
And but then immediately after coming out, had sex with a woman. Wow. wow. Why? Because, because you really wanted to or because you were like, let me bring it back. It was like a mistake. It was like <laughs> weird and I don't know what happened. It was like college drunkenness yeah. that was like very confusing. And it was sex sex. It was sex sex. Wow. And it was cool. like very cool. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you genuinely enjoy it? Yeah, wow. I did. That's cool. so funny. I, I'm what they call a gold star gay. Never, I think, seen a pussy live. Wow. Pussy live. Never, I never, never interacted with the vagina in that way. Sure. It but was you ha- fine. How many times? Um, one and a half. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. But that's so interesting that right after you came out. It was very weird. Because I, th- I feel like I was like, we were all like, like whatever, like we're just all making out and it's so yes. fun and yes. beautiful. Yep. But then like you get turned on at some point and you're like, oh, it's not making out anymore. Like it's not funny and silly. Yeah. Like we're going upstairs. Wow. And we were like, it was very weird. You got swept up in it. I got swept and up in it. And also you, I actually think this happened to me the same exact way. Maybe I didn't have sex with these girls I was friends with, but the first people that I told, I felt the most comfortable with. And then you do start making out with them when you get drunk and like feeling them up and like everything's happening. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, this has gone really far. I remember post saying I was gay to these girls, like I hooked up with them a lot and Uh they gave me huge hickeys on my neck. I had to wear a (laughs) turtleneck to class. Like it was crazy. And everyone was like, well, that kid's getting laid. I'm like, no, I'm just like, Gay and getting kind of taken advantage of. Wow. That's weird. That's hot. Yeah, that is hot. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. I am meat. <laughs> I would... See, I could see myself getting swept up to the point, all the way up to putting my dick in their vagina. Because at that point, I'm like, no. I can't do that. No. Right? Yeah, no, I can't imagine it. But okay, I we, can't imagine having sex with a woman. Would you, would you still have sex with a woman, Sam? Mm, like... I'm not like a hundred percent opposed. Yeah. Like if I don't see what situation it would <laughs> like where that would pop up. Yeah. 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 Uh, but like, like I don't, I'm not like, uh, like I'm not like that's disgusting. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just like, I get it. Yeah. Mm, like yeah. that can be fun. Sure. That's how my boyfriend is. He's like a four on the Kinsey scale. He's a four. That's that's pretty. That's like middle of the road. Okay with me saying that. <laughs> yeah. He's told me that he's attracted to women before, and I'm like, wow. And Even actually, recently, it, yeah, okay. like not recently, but like you know, he's it, he's mentioned that like it's a thing. Like he's not Holistically. like it's not like a hundred percent completely, a hundred percent only attracted to men like the way I am. Like it's for me, it's just yeah. I'm, I'm pretty s- sure I like boys. Yeah. But what you're, you're, I'm sorry, I cut you off. You were going to say something else about what about uh, <laughs> Kinsey four. No, 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 no. That just that, just that, that he's a Kinsey four. I mean, mm. I think that he's he's mentioned women to me that he's attracted to, oh, and God. I'll and I'll just like, I'll I'll try to wrap my brain around it just because it's not my experience. But that's how you know, and that's why I said before about like, yeah, maybe some straight dudes want a Vogue and others don't. Like, I really just believe that hopefully one day we get to a point where it's like, yeah, everyone can ever do whatever the fuck they want mm, yeah. and not have to put this like number on the Kinsey scale on. Sure. I guess yeah, it is interesting, but it, but. I mean, just fucking live your life. So Matt and I are sixes. Sam, you're maybe a five. I'll give it a five. Wow. Cool. Love That's it. cool. <laughs> Sam, my dick rise a little bit for a girl. <laughs> just a little. Okay, but sex in the city. You moved, uh, you moved what, 2011, 2012? I moved 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it had a slow uptake. My approach was uh, scruff and mm-hmm. 
like okay cupid okay, dates cupid. that like i knew weren't gonna go anywhere like it was like but it was fine for the physicality for sure right 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 like the dates were more daring than the hookups because i was like i'm in public with a <laughs> man <laughs> mm-hmm. we're hanging this out is terrifying it's yeah. like is he gonna kiss me at the end of the day do i kiss like, him what will kiss be outside uh. yeah and you're like, oh god! But that is like a hot part of it. It's, it's fun. Hot. It's fun and new. Well, because I went to college in Virginia, right. which is a little more conservative than a little bit more red of a red state, <laughs> honey. A little bit bitchy. A lot of PlayStation players in Virginia. Oh. Absolutely, absolutely shaped them. Shaped them. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. And so I was like, I like came out to my friends, but I was UVA, like, right? Yeah, but I was still like, <laughs> like I'm still hidden. Yes, it was a soft. I had a soft opening. Mm, soft opening. Literally. Soft launch. Yeah. Soft launch. Soft launch. <laughs> soft launch. <laughs> oh, remind me to talk about Universal Studios news later. <laughs> okay. I always have to give some because I have new. I have new. You need new tea. Wow. Um, that's that's very interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh man. Slow up. I just feel like the w- first time I got a taste of like what it was like to hook up with a boy, I was like, oh, no, this is the it's shit. The, it's the best. This sure. is it. Well, yeah. And then I went to, I lived in Chicago in the summers. My parents lived there. Mm-hmm. So I just go to gay bars as soon as I turn 21. Ugh. And that's when I, that was my real opening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like Sam sure. and I caught each other at a time when when you were oh. both really horny. No, well, well, I, I knew... And Sam, the lighting was just right. Here's yeah. the thing. I've seen Sam... <laughs> Sam and I have seen each other just fucking wasted. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'll ever get that drunk again in my life. Okay, that makes one of us. Hallelujah. Ah, <laughs> but I've seen Sam, and like, Sam and I have gone to these gay bars in Chicago where it was just like the funnest time ever. And it was, and I wasn't even like hooking up with people. It was, I was just like a, a gay awakening. And Sam was like a steward in that regard. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Sam. Oh, thank you, Bowen. <laughs> And but now you're in you're, now you're in your own committed relationship. I am lovely with a man named Misha. Misha, lovely. I love Misha. I love Mish. Love Mish. He's love a Mish lovely turn. person. Such He's a sweet boy. So great. Yeah, love him. Um, great. we we met at Metropolitan Bar mm-hmm. as a hookup. Oh that. really? Mm-hmm. That, so it was like a it was like a setup to be a hookup. Well, thing. we just like drunkenly. It was like a one night stand. Like we oh, didn't hit, yeah. hit each other up beforehand, Got but it, it was like mm-hmm. but that's the come dream. Home with me. Yeah, that's like the dream is like oh god, like I would die for to meet someone not through an app and be like that's not. It's like I mean that's just how you meet people. That's I just know what it is. I'm not. I'm, I'm kind of stigmatizing it, but like it's refreshing when it's not, when it's still like done. You know what's pretty liberating moment. though, Bowen? Like just fucking deleting all the apps. Oh, like, I know. And then just being like, fuck it. I mean, that's, I think that's the place I was in when I was like, and then I was in, and then all of a sudden I met Henry just from life. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I had deleted not, like scrub, I needed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not scrub. But I had stopped like trying to go on dates. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, yeah. that's not the way for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, dates are. They're also so. They can be so bad. Such they're a bad. waste of time. So I. Oh my gosh. I, I'll just say this. I went on a date, or a few dates with someone who's now on a really popular television show. Okay, and dish. <laughs> First and last name. Okay. No, I don't know. I'm nervous to say. Okay, at least pull up a pic on your phone. They're not going to listen. Tag yes, them. They will. Tag them. I'm nervous to say. <laughs> mouth it, mouth it, mouth it. I just literally whispered it into the... I hooked up with a guy that's on Unreal now. Cool. What's Unreal? It's that new, it's lifetime, that new show. lifetime show. It's You'll new know show. who it is when you watch it. I it's, cannot wait. It's not even new. It's, it's really good. So basically... Um, 
but it was the it was bad. It was the worst date. Oh yeah. Like it was like, but the way people act, I think when they when they know they're on a date, that that actually was like one of one of the worst dates. Ever. Oh yeah, dates suck. It's, it, you know what's best? You just you just hook up with them I at first. I hated it. Yeah. You both did this with your with your boys is that you hooked up with them, and then it sort of evolved from there. We were friends, and then like but and you guys then, never went on a date like before no, preceding no, no, a hookup. No, no, no. Because yeah. I only thought that he was single 10 minutes before. Right. I told you. <laughs> he. I hope he's not furious that I'm talking about oh, this. Oh, whatever. I don't think he is. Tag him. <laughs> hey, Hen, we love you. First and last name. First and last name. Guys, really quickly, Sam is sort of developing a podcast Yeah, idea. if there's any like big budget podcast network out there that wants a hot idea, this is... Potentially destructive. I love this idea. Say it. Uh, okay. Speak it into. I love it too. I'm, I'm so nervous, but go, Sam. So, <laughs> podcast coming soon. One can assume is called "Who Do You Hate," <laughs> and uh, you just uh, shit talk people that are real and that you hate <laughs> uh, on the podcast using first and last names. Wow. And that's in your personal life or like in, the, your in pers- public life, both all lives. Like I think, <laughs> I think where it's most successful where if it's like very personal and it's like people that most people don't know, but like, <laughs> but you're able to speak it so vividly yeah. that like we feel like we do know. Yeah. Doesn't this make, doesn't this make you so nervous? But like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. And if it's like up for like, makes me excited a only very short period of time. And then, Gone forever. No, no. I think you got to stand by it. <laughs> I mean, I think you got to stand I by. I think you got to like, burn the world. Yeah, I think it's a very burn the world type thing because it's like it's. I don't know if you guys had uh, Juicy Campus at your mm-hmm. school, no. and it just like it blew Did up they target so you? quickly. Did they target you? I was under the radar. So oh. did me too. I, I didn't get targeted. Ugh. It was. It was basically like every other thread was like closeted gays. List them. Yeah, it was wow. so fucked up. It was. It was so fucked up. That's how you know the world's a bad place yeah. for bad people. It was so evil, Juicy but it was evil. talked about so much, and I feel like we can recreate that <laughs> buzz. <laughs> okay, it's very buzzworthy. But look, Sam, I feel oh like that's. God. Don't you? Do you think that that's just an evolved form of cyberbullying in a way? <sighs> I think there. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, theoretically, uh, like, uh, the people that are shit-talked, like, there needs to be a system where it's, like, the people that are shit-talked, then it means they're invited to the next episode. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. So that it's, like, they can then speak their piece and say who they fucking hate. Or what about this? What if it's, like, kind of like a um, Joe Schmo type situation where it's, like, someone and then they call a person to be on a podcast with them and it's, like, it's going to be about, like, um, it's going to be, like, a game show and then they find out that it's a podcast called I Hate You (laughs) and it's you telling them how much you hate them. No way. (laughs) Well, I think it would also make you realize that you don't actually hate anyone that much. I think it would, like, cleanse you a little. Oh, sure. You just get it Because you're, like, I don't actually... Like, that was so petty to be, like, <laughs> published, live, whatever. <laughs> like, that doesn't need to be out there. That's, uh, maybe you have some I think there could be, like, positiveness to come out of it. Maybe you're onto something. I can't believe you mentioned Juicy Campus. That was such a blast from the past. Honestly, I was, uh, now I'm friends with people that got it so bad on Juicy Campus, and that must have been so painful. I remember I used to, ch- I used to run to my computer and check that website to make sure I wasn't on it. Was see, this when we were in high school or college? College. college. Oh. First year of college. I did it to see like, 
to like see who to prey upon like who's gay like oh, i was like this rules <laughs> who's uh bullying can i manipulate it to <laughs> fucking yeah like which like frat bros are closeted and gay like that sounds incredible i've got a facebook friend this entire list have you ever hooked up with a straight guy uh yes oh, I, w- I wish i had sam yeah that's that's the dream Ugh. oh my god but you don't look happy about it i've had like i'm a i can be a bit of a deviant okay uh, like a uh, I, uh, like the, the, when you're like ruining someone's life, it's like this is kind of fun. Oh like, my oh god! My god. <laughs> Sam, Sam, is Sam is the king of beef. I'll say it. I mean, it's been said, but Sam, Sam, Sam. It's true. Beef. Sam Tag does start some beef. <laughs> Whoa, this is the new me. <laughs> this is the new you. It's villainous. But you, but you work with it. it. You use uh, you, you, you own it. You I know. gotta go dark, and then I'll go light again next year. You know. You know what? You have to break yourself completely down so you can put yourself back up. Well, Sam Sam says that this podcast would be a huge hit because of Donald Trump's rise. He's saying that's proof that people love Sam shit Sam Taggart is a Trump voter. <laughs> Sam Taggart's a PlayStation. I played PlayStation. What? You yeah, it's what? so real. I love that parallel. It's like Trump's, Trump, Trump's I mean, rise is proof. All he does is publicly shit talk, and so people publish love all it. of it. They like yeah. eat it up. It's so fun to hear. Yeah. <laughs> before be we before we move on to the end of our episode, I do want to ask one basic ass question. Mm. And because it's sex the city and sex in the city, let's just say, Sam, who do you identify with? Who what which are the ladies which are, are the ladies? You? Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> this is And you're allowed to say question. you're a fusion. <sighs> it's just like Honestly, I feel like I'm the weird hybrid between Samantha and Charlotte. I'm the cool. in between, you know. Yeah. I've see that. You 100%. play Charlotte very well in Broad Gay, so I see that. And then you're, yeah, you've got some Samantha in you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like Bowling. you've got the oh. yeah. Um, I, I want. I'm like ninety percent Miranda, ten percent Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Mm, that checks out. Or twenty eighty, twenty eighty. Um, so eighty twenty. Why Miranda. do you think? Uh, there's there's some naivete, there's some obliviousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm half the time I'm like that person who's just like, what's going on? What? I'm I'm so out of the loop in that Charlotte way, and then the rest of the time I'm just Miranda, and, and then mm-hmm. I'm like neurotic and all of those trappings. What about you, Matt? I do feel like a Carrie. Okay, which I yeah. know feels Own obnoxious it. to say, no. but I, I understand what she does and why she does it a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, sometimes she knows, like, like I get the thing of, like, oh, I know this is wrong, like, but, but I do it anyway. Like, I think she's, like, a very kind of hard on like, passionate person, and I identify with that. I also think she kind of knows better every time she does something that's wrong. Yeah. And if I really think about all the kind of mistakes I've made in my life, it's been that. It's like, well, you knew that that was stupid. You're a Carrie. Um... And I, I just, like, get her. And less even, like, I know I'm a Carrie. I just don't necessarily see myself as a Samantha, a Miranda, or a Charlotte. That's fair. Sure. That checks out. I'll give you that for sure. I don't think it's... So, basically, it's a problematic and flawed question, and I'm <laughs> glad that we exposed it. <laughs> That's smart. Beautiful. Okay. Can I just throw out there that I really think that you guys should consider doing the pilot of Desperate Housewives? I would agree with... I like that a I lot. like that. Or, We've... like, a classic Grey's Anatomy up. Yeah. That, too. <laughs> But God. it's not as gay. Okay, no. well, the th- so here's because I'm just gonna say something that might cause some beef. Ooh, oh, let wow. it out. Well, because Sam Taggart's on the show, we have we, we have we're to allowed to do that. I'm not gonna say we started this trend. Ah! I'll say I'm not gonna <laughs> say name we names. St- but not gonna name names. 
Oh my god, I know where this is going. I'm, not, I'm saying there's this, and I'm not saying we started this, but there's been this uptick in like these like reenactment shows and reinterpretation shows. And Sam has pointed this out to me as well. I'm not. I'm the sure only he has. <laughs> but but I think what makes Broadway special is that it's like the the subject matter that we're parodying is a, is a comment on the casting decision. Is that it's a reimagining of Sex and the City with gay men, and Sex and the City is a show that sort of celebrates and also like in some ways undercuts gay culture right i would say that's fair to say yeah our show's different because it like has a point of view wow <laughs> so anyway so sam so so a lot of times so sam and i have had this discussion where we're like Woo! we're like what if we were to do other shows what would we do and then sam is like well and sam is uh, sort of rightfully resistant to when uh we we think of other shows because he's like well no sex in the city is a gay show if you name all these other shows mm-hmm. like golden girls yeah. comes close Desperate Housewives comes close, but like even I would say Grey's Anatomy is a departure because it's not like a gay show. Mm-hmm. It's very much like a 2006 show. You know what also was pretty viable? I think doing like a full ass movie I've, like uh, Crossroads. 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 Or, oh, I, yeah, I've had some other ones sort of in the can. Too. Or None something can. stupid like that. You know, I, yeah, I also or clue like Clueless or Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oh, uh, I would love. Yeah, I. <laughs> that would. Be I fun. just want to throw my hat I in the love. ring for for Blake Lively if that happens. I would be America Ferrera one hundred percent. You would be um, Alexis Waddell <laughs> for sure. You <laughs> definitely Very would. Checks out. Uh, Who's the other one? Uh, f- uh, Amber. Oh, Tamlin. fucking Amber Tamblyn. Amber. T- I would be Amber Tamblyn. That's that's Julio. That's. Julio Torres is Amber Tamblin, and I'm saying it loud. No, Amber Tamblin is Max Witter. I want to say. Oh, that's fun too. Just like like a like a what? All good, all good casting decisions. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, Wait, I was wait. Where was I right before that? Uh, just like we were naming other shows and media that Mm, could potentially. I forgot. (laughs) There's a lot. Our show has a point of Barge has a point of view. Sure. Shots fired, you guys. I don't know. And with that, we're going to move on to our last segment, um, which is uh, called I Don't don't Think think So, Honey. So basically, for those of you listening at home, on the subway, at work, on the subway, at work, on the subway, at home, on the subway. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, hold on. I got a little carried away. Basically, um, we're going to take 60 seconds on the clock, and we're going to rail at something in culture, in life, that's pissing us off. And the more you can use the words i don't think so honey the more you're driving your point home and the more bowen and i are entertained yes and uh so let's put 60 on the clock bowen do you want to go first i can go first do you have something i am pretty close to having something does that mean you want to start you go first okay so you want to put one minute uh, i'll put i'm putting one minute on the clock and bowen's i don't think so honey begins now i don't think so honey southwest airlines bitch i was supposed to get back into new york city on sunday night and my flight was at 5 30 i was supposed to get in touchdown at eight o'clock guess what happened i get to the airport i sit on the atlanta marta train system i get there hours early just to be the responsible traveler that i am i get there they keep pushing the they keep delaying the flight back by half hour increments until it's nine fucking o'clock at night i'm still stuck in the airport and then finally because of stormy weather in new york they cancel the flight the 
earliest time they can get me back is Tuesday, this day, today, afternoon. Guess what, guys? I'm not saying, and I might not be at liberty to say this necessarily. I was supposed to shoot a, a scene on a show with a famed musical theater actress. Let's just say she is the foremost interpreter of Stephen Sondheim's works. Oh. She has red hair, very curly. She has a very nasally voice. And I was supposed to do a scene with her. And listen, I had to cancel out of, I had to pull out of that shoot and call my manager on the verge of tears. And that's all because of Southwest Airlines' fault. I don't think so, honey, Southwest Airlines. I don't think that's so, honey. That's one minute. Ooh, I guess, sorry, I got a little incoherent towards the end because I was so mad and so worked up just reliving that. That wasn't my problem with what you did. What was what was your problem with it? My problem with what you did was the lack of I don't think so, honeys. Wow. Because I had to get I had to get a lot of exposition and information out there. Absolutely. Do you want to know what my problem with it was? What? That you didn't list first and last <laughs> names. Guys. I will. Bernadette Peters. <laughs> I was supposed to do a scene with Bernadette Peters. And then I had to fucking cancel it. I felt like a fucking idiot. I was like, I could have told my kids about this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can still tell your kids about it. Ugh, I mean, just you booked it, and that's what's important. That's, I mean, whatever. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I was surprisingly zen about it. I was like, you know what? I left the airport. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It just wasn't meant to be. All right, I have one. Uh, all right, here we go. Putting 60 seconds on the clock and go. I don't think so, honey. Flash flood warnings on my goddamn phone. I don't want to hear it. If you, like, unless it's a serious, serious problem, I don't want to see the words flash and flood. Okay? If I'm walking outside, I can still walk around. I don't want to have to have been worried. I don't think so, honey. I don't own galoshes. I'm not going to get them. Because I know that guess what? Every time I get a text that's flash flood warning, it's going to be a ruse. I've never seen a flash flood in my life. As far as I'm concerned, they don't even exist. I'm a flash flood truther. I get a goddamn buzz on my phone, and I think it's a text, and it says flash flood. I'll be sick to my stomach. I don't think so, honey. This weekend, I got two or three texts about a flash flood. And yet, I still see the ground. So I don't think so, honey, text or whoever you are. Whoever decides the government, maybe life's a farce. Follow the money. I don't think so, honey. Okay, that was one minute. Oh, my you God. You lost some steam there, man. No, did I lose steam or was <laughs> I just confidently driving home a point? I mean, you made your point and then you were sort of, <sighs> you were sort of, you know, at sea. I was going to say, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you something, bitch. You can turn those notifications off and I'll show you how. Okay, well, if it's a real a emergency, I want to know about it. Well, just, then you can't have it both ways. I can't have it both ways because I just, wanna, I just want them to know if it's a real emergency or not. When I get an emergency text and my phone makes a noise that's never made before and I look down at this flash flood, I know it's not going to come to fruition. Bitch, then you need, to, you need to have other sources and don't rely on that text message, honey. Wow. Sam, I am terrified. It is time <laughs> for Sam's. I don't think so, honey. One minute is on the clock starting now. Okay, I don't think so, honey. Lost Culturistas podcast. Not talking about the fucking new Instagram stories. Like, you guys can see yourselves people that are like in touch. And it's like something literally was released today. And it's like people are depending on you for fucking like advice in culture of the contemporary world. And here you don't even mention maybe the biggest thing that happened in all of today. Oh! It's unbelievable. And I feel like you guys should take off your fucking silly ass hat. Oh! Let's face the facts. If you had your finger oh! even near the pulse, oh! you would be vibrating. Oh! 
And yet you are silent. You are not giving Instagram stories a voice. You are not culturistas at all. You're just guys in hats. Oh my God, that is unprecedented. Unprecedented. He melted us into whimpering little little, little masses. Oh my God. A first time someone has truly told us what's what. We were the I don't think so, honeys. We were the culture being under attack. Wow. Honestly, I respect you. Oh my God, Sam. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Maybe this, Honestly. Is, this is proof positive that who do you hate? That was the works. culture of the week. But I'm saying like that is what who do you hate would be. It's like, you know what? fucking school you bitch on what you're doing wrong. Mm. I love it. I love it. You know what? If that was the trailer for the show, I think we need to see a spinoff. I'm looking my producer Joe dead in his eyes. Joe, I think. Joe, we- where are you on the Kinsey scale? Ten's the most gay. One's the least. Six gay. is the most gay. Oh, sorry. Uh, three and point five. Oh, oh okay. I like it. Oh my god! Oh, I had no idea. I did not know. Thank Joe. you for. Asking that, Matt. <laughs> I, I, that's why I'm saying we need to burn the. I want to finish the podcast with this. Burn the world. Everyone's gay. Everyone's gay. <laughs> Joe, I think we should greenlight. Who do you hate? Who do I you hate? It. It's, done. <laughs> it's done. I love it. Um, I think we're gonna skip culture of the week this week. We're gonna skip it. Let's bitch. skip it. Okay. But we, wait, this is a full ass episode. Can you can you really quickly sum up your new universal news or news? <laughs> yes, I know that we all live. We all listen to the podcast for my universal news and updates. So Universal Studios Florida Islands of Adventure has opened Skull Mountain Reign of Kong, and the reviews are in, <gasps> and it's an immersive experience. Okay. Um, the ride is a three sixty covered, um, three D experience. You journey through the tomb. Of Skull Island, yes, and it ends the ride. You could let, suffice it to say, there's about six, five, six minutes of like good, solid, real, immersive 3D thrilling action, and then it and ends. then at the end there is the largest animatronic ever of King Kong. And I did get a little spoiler. I looked online and it looks pretty fucking fierce. Wow! So that is brand new news and Incredible Hulk coaster is going to be open again soon. Wow. A, a glorious return. And it's been revamped and made even better. My first roller coaster. And I threw up. You threw up after Hulk? Yeah, absolutely. I was, that fucking, I was nine years old. Wow. You ever thrown up on a coaster, Sam? Never, never once. You like coasters? I love them. Guys, thank you so much <laughs> for being here uh, and listening to us on Los Culturistas. We love you. Sam Taggart. Where can they follow you on the, uh, on the social media? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Sam T. Taggart, I believe. Okay, okay cool. Okay. And then on Instagram, at Sam Taggart. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this has been Lost Culture Recess. Boobas. And that's Bowen Yang. Booba. That's me, Bowen Yang, Booba. Say who I am. Uh, that, this is Matt Rogers. Bye, we're done. Bye. My fake boy and your fake boy sitting by the fire. My playboy to your playboy, I'm gonna set your play on fire. You're talking about here now, here now. I go, I go on the Jagamofino, I'm Nandi. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. Dog. 
There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.